Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is the Geekery Radio Hour episode, I don't remember, 53? 53! Okay. 53 and me. Send me your (laughs) DNA, Kaylin. Oh my god, no. (laughs) Why? I won't do anything bad. I refuse to give the government my DNA. My brother did it because he's a dumb idiot. Well, then you can get like those like close enough notes at least from his DNA, right? So like you can yeah. kind of track like if he's 25% Italian, then you're like, well, I'm probably 25% Italian also or whatever, you know? We are 30% Italian. Thank you very much. I knew I was going to get uh, hit hard on that one. What percent like Navajo are you? Oh, uh, negative five. No percent? Nope. How about um, Scottish? I'm like whatever, uh, like percent, you know. Nothing like whatever like percent. Cheap. Yeah, like not like a lot, but like a little. So we're talking like, like a, a four. We're talking a four, sure. a seven, something in that realm. Yeah, but between a four and a seven. That sounds about um, right. So you said skosh, which makes me want to say full disclosure. We haven't <laughs> seen each other in a little while. It's been a minute. Been a while. Can we do that on this podcast or no? Yeah, why not? It's been a while. Um, we're recording remotely. And um, so what have you been up to? Um, well... I just got back from vacation yesterday. Um, that's why we didn't record in person. Because You just flew I've in and, boy, away. are your arms tired? Sure are, Doug. They sure are. <laughs> I flew Spirit, so it was hellish. <laughs> you do have to flap when you fly Spirit, right? Like, everybody has to yeah. take turns No, just everyone, to be safe? Everyone has to do it at the same time the whole entire flight, so you make it there safely. And you know what? That's we good. And now I can, can bench I... press 250 pounds. So, like, I'm excited to talk to you about having been in Florida, but I'm also really, like, curious about flying right now. What was that like? Okay. Um, the same, but just with wearing a mask. So, like, you still got your, like, um, little nut box <laughs> and, like, a half a Pepsi? Oh, no. I mean... Nowadays, they don't give you complimentary, like, treats, especially on Spirit. Um, You could purchase Uh them if you wanted, but I brought, like, (laughs) a snack onto the plane, and I, like, just bought a bottle of water, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, How was Florida? I don't know why I lost my train of thought, and I'm so (laughs) sorry for that. I'm like, uh, what did I ask her? I don't remember. It's all good. Uh, Florida was fine. It was very hot. <laughs> Florida was fine. <laughs> well, it's Florida. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like... I, li- I like the West Coast. The West Coast of Florida is, like, not terrible. Really? Well, and you went to go see family. Not really to, like, go to Disney or to do whatever else people do in Florida, right? Like, you know, you went to go hang yeah. out with your family. I mean, I've, I've been to Key West a couple summers ago, and that was really fun. Um, uh-huh. and I have been to Orlando. I really haven't been to much else on the East Coast. I just know I just don't like it. Like, the Gulf has, like, a different weather. Like, it's at least, like, breezy and, like, you're not dying, like, of heat stroke, you know? I've never been that far south on the East Coast before. I've, the farthest I've ever been was, uh, I guess, North Carolina, the Outer Banks. Mm. And then, like, to Tennessee, so, like, that's still more south, but it's not coastal, so. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, I just took a... <clears throat> but you had a good time in Florida? Yes. I'm sorry. I, was, I took a big chug of water, so, like, I couldn't say anything back. Um, I'm so... It's okay. It delighted me to get to you, to get to hear you say water, so uh... anytime, any opportunity <laughs> I have for that is... Do you... Okay, you want to hear pleasure. so funny? Like, for being Florida, and, like, I, it, I have to imagine, like, there's just, like, a such a weird mix of people like i i, I know mm-hmm. there is i see them every time i go down there it's like never really one type of nutball it's just like a bunch of different ones and i asked for water twice at a restaurant and uh well not twice more than twice but two times the waitresses were like huh and i was like water and they're like what and my cousin's like she means fuck is it really that bad i'm like (laughs) yeah it was she means water come get her a glass of water please that's that is very funny um our friend and listener megan just started a new job in just outside of philadelphia and she had texted me the other day and said Oh my God, all the people that I work with say water like Kaylin does. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a real kick out of that. That's really funny because honestly, like, I don't know when it changed. I hope it changes back. Honestly, I think it's like, I now that I hear it, it and like, especially when I said it in Florida, I was like, yeah, what, water? Like, I couldn't, it, it just sounds dumb. It honestly just sounds dumb, and I hate it, but whatever. Well, and that's why I tease you, so that you can eventually, you uh-huh, know, that's why you snap tease out me, of it. Sure. <laughs> okay. It's a really, it's a sweet gesture that I'm providing. Oh, thank you. Um, but Florida was great, uh, like, to see my cousin, and, like, we did a bunch of stuff out, and I got really tan, but I do have, like, one really funny story that I think you'd, you'd enjoy. And I think the listeners would enjoy it as well. I, I, I'm I'm so, all ears, Kaylin. Um, I think it was the last full day we were there, and uh, or I was there rather, and the royal we. <laughs> yeah, and Nicolette has like a lanai in her backyard, or it's like a part of the house. It's like a screened-in porch. And comes through, so you kind of tan. And uh, Mackenzie had like not like a small baby pool but like a you know like a decent size like kids pool like the three of us hung out in there and had plenty of room so we're hanging out and Mackenzie was getting bored of the pool plus uh Nicolette wanted to drain it so she turned on the sprinkler outside for her and you know she's picking up the sprinkler and she's you know messing around with it or whatever and Nicolette runs inside um to check on the baby Meanwhile, while all this is happening, I'm just laying, like, on my stomach tanning. I don't know, this is a little risque, but, like, I didn't have my top on because I wanted my back to get tan. So I was just, like, laying down, completely covered, it was fine. Um, And I was just kind of keeping an eye on Mackenzie, and all of a sudden I look up and she brought the entire sprinkler into the lanai. Which is, like, not, again, not completely (laughs) indoor, not completely outdoor, but a a sprinkler should not be in there. So, she runs in, and I guess Nicolette noticed it, too, so she opens the back door to the inside of her house, and she's holding Jackson, 
and Mackenzie just starts spraying her with water. In the lanai. In the lanai. That's horrible. Yeah. So she, like, tucks back in the house, and I, like, I, like, signal her. I'm like, oh, I got it. Goes out the door of the lanai, and she's holding it shut. So I'm just, like, stuck in there with the sprinkler. So then I, I mm-hmm. like, I, I told Nicolette it was street justice. I took the friggin' sprinkler head, and I just sprayed her in the face with it until she backed away from the door. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, when you spray a cat that, yep. like, jumps on the furniture? Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. No. So I sprayed her back, and I got out the door, and I... Now I'm in her backyard in full view with her, like, her neighbors, and I'm just holding myself, and I put the sprinkler down, and then Mackenzie goes to, like, grab it again, and I'm just, like, standing on it, and then she's, like, hitting me, and I'm like, that's it, get inside! So, yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> Sounds very Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can see the article now. Florida woman with titties flapping sprays toddler in face with hose. That's the article, right? That's way too tame for Florida. That would never make the news. That's like a that's like a per- Tuesday. It was actually no, it was a Monday, but still. But yeah, other than that, it was fun, and I got tan, and well, I got to see my cousin. While you were doing that, I meet my nephew. So, oh well, not bad trip. That sounds fun. So while I was doing that, you were doing what? I was binge-watching television as a classic. This is like a staple of Geekery Radio Hour. I watched all of... I finished Resident Alien. I don't remember if we've talked about that since. And it's so good. If you got that Peacock app Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's on Sci-Fi. It was really good. Did I tell you about the show yet? No, you did not. Alan Tudyk plays like an alien from space. I don't know why I added that from space, but... An alien who crash lands on Earth and then um, assumes the appearance of a human within the proximity of where he crashed. And then gets kind of roped into taking on this human's identity for a little while. Sure. As the local town doctor in this small, sleepy Colorado town. It's very good. Alan Tudyk plays like this bizarre, dead-eyed like alien trying to adapt to human behavior it's so, so funny and weird like and like charming a role that was specifically written for him essentially oh absolutely yeah he's there no one else could have played this character like he does it's amazing it's based on a comic series that i have not had the chance to delve into so i don't know if it's like true to the series or anything but it was a really really great show well, now that you watch the show are you and, gonna probably uh, backpedal and do the comics now I'd like to try at least one of the trades because I did hear that the book is wildly different from the show. So I'm okay. like, oh, I'd like to see how it deviates. Like iZombie, that's one that I can think of that's like pretty f- popular that ran for a long time that basically took small pieces of the core premise of of the graphic yeah. novel and adapted it into something almost wholly different. Okay. And... um they both still work on, like, an absolute level. While it's not a true adaptation, it still is, like, super enjoyable and, you know, stands on its own. Okay. So I'm kind of curious to see if the book is as good to me as the show and is And how to many me. episodes? I also... It's ten for the first season. And the second season, it was renewed already. And I guess we'll have to wait and see when and... If that show can come back anytime mm. soon, because I know this show was severely delayed because 
um, COVID closures came on like the last day of their shooting. Mm. So they were like missing all of these things that they needed to get done. And in the penultimate episode, they do like this convention Mm -hmm. scene that like would have been completely un, you wouldn't have been able to film it. So they kind of got lucky in -hmm. that aspect, but like it's, you know, when you think now, like having TV shows with gatherings of like tons of people in like small rooms, it's not possible to really do that. You know? Yeah. You can't have real conventions, so I can't imagine it would be very easy to make a fake one, you know? No. No, it would not. And I also watched all of Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Have you heard of that? I keep seeing the, like, um, the, like, preview thing, but I, I, I haven't really looked at it. That was pretty good. What's it about? It's kind of like Game of Thrones meets Avatar The Last Airbender, I would say. Okay. It's about, you know, like, a this crazy world where some people called the Grisha can, um, like, uh, manipulate air, fire, or, um, I guess like blood, I guess they call it heart rendering. They say it's the heart, but I would assume it is, comes down to blood really, but the heart pumps the blood, Doug. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) But that was pretty good. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it was only eight episodes, and it's, like, a very dense series that, like, okay. has to set up a ton of shit. So it's, like, and it's based on, I think, like, six or seven books so far. I was literally going to say that. I was going to say with, like, fantasy or, like, sci-fi and stuff like that, the beginning is, like, crucial because you essentially have to lay the um, blueprints for an entire world. And I, like, I hold all of these series when I start them, like up against the pilot to game of Thrones, which I think is like a Holy grail of television. I know sure. it's not like a unique opinion, but the first episode of game of Thrones is so good that it literally explains like so much shit, but not like s- too much, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, by the end of it, you're like, Oh man, like you need to continue. And the first season like lays out so much stuff and is so dense but not boring yeah. not heavy not you know like not the too delivery, heavy rather. the delivery makes sense of everything too it's not like there's like a you know a, a four word you know like a speech of like in this day and age there were the yeah about, you know what i mean like and by the end of game of thrones season one you're like oh man and you start like rattling off like oh well when Blah, 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 like Bran, Atarth, Visser, you know, like all the names of like the people, the towns, the, the families, the, yep. and you're like, how the fuck have I managed to retain all of this nonsense language? God, I, you know, <sighs> Game of Thrones is so like daunting for like a rewatch, but like, I would like to rewatch it knowing what I know now, because I feel like I might understand it better. Like, you know who all the characters are, so it's, like, kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it, it's it's easier to follow. Like, the same thing with the books. Like, when I, I, I did not read the books. I started reading the first book of the series, and then I was like, uh... They yeah. They just kept throwing names at me, and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know who this is. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the show is a little bit easier because you could put a face to a name, but yeah. still, like, I'd be, like, sometimes they'd have names that are, like, so close 
in pronunciation. Oh yeah, like, like how there's Aria me. and Yara and like yeah, yeah. You hit a weird point where you're like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did we both just take a drink of water? I was yes. Okay. <laughs> I was yes. Who planned that? Um, anyway, ignore that little dead space of air. Um, Doug, do you want to throw it to our first song? Yes, I do. And here is where our first song will go. (laughs) I can be a little devil, or I can be a little saint. I kind of like it in the middle. Is you, is or is you ain't. Nothing's indelible, everything is sellable Whether you're an animal, a vegetable, or mineral It's criminal to think, it drives a man to drink Am I coming off like my hips don't stink? Come on, flip, bend a little bit Maybe get wise to a new tip Come on, flip, take a little trip See another side of the same ship This is the church, this is the steeple Turn up the lights, see all my people bubble am i really out of touch do you think i'll get in trouble if i talk too much am i too cynical a bit too clinical baby that pinnacle's unwinnable subliminal original sin you'll tell me where you've been can we get a do-over and start again i can't understand it for you but i'll try to explain come on Seamless, Caitlin. I'm so glad that you you just yes and <laughs> you're like love. And you know what? That was a really love good it one. List it. I loved that first song that we just played. Now the first you know one, what? it wasn't too long and it wasn't too short either. No, it was kind of perfectly timed, and the volume was good. Yeah, 
Yeah, it wasn't anyway. pitchy. Remember anyway, that? Anyway, love uh, that band. <laughs> when American Idol, like everything that Randy Jackson would say, was like, oh, it's too pitchy. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know. I usually think it means like you're going out of key. I'm like, so glad that you weren't just like, I don't know, I didn't watch American Idol. Because neither did I, but I know this is like a thing in... I didn't watch it either. My cousin <laughs> still watches it. Really? When I was visiting her, she's like, I love Mondays and Tuesdays because Mondays is American Idol and Tuesdays is The Voice. And I was just like, No Hi. way. Both of them? Yeah. And, but wait, hold on. The best part, like, I sat down with them Monday and watched, like, a little bit of it. And you immediately get sucked in. Because I'm like, well, this guy seems like a douche and I don't want him. And this girl, like, she, she won... You know, and of course they give you, like, backstories on the people, so you're like, well, I really hope her cousin, you know, gets, you know, the treatment she needs for her meth addiction. (laughs) You know, like, you just, like, know too much. (laughs) I definitely feel that, like, I... Every time, like, a new season of the of Survivor starts, I'm like, I'm going to watch this one. I think it'd be so mm. fun. And then I never watch it. But, like, I could definitely very easily get wrapped up in that, like, bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they totally, you know, I, I'm not immune to uh, how they, like... Did you just walk into a in. wind tunnel just now? No. No, I was oh. adjusting my mic. I'm sorry. Okay. Just making sure Sorry, there's no Doug. twisters. Um, yeah, but I get I get sucked into stuff like that too. Like I'm easily fooled and lured into lured stories. Yeah, like uh, I'm not cool. So that's probably why I don't watch that stuff because I don't care. I don't want to care. Is more accurate actually. Yeah, it, you don't have that extra brain to waste on there. Exactly. Um. So while we're still, this is still the wrap-up of season one. So this is epilogue part two. Um, So I I just wanted to let you know, like, here's like a pod update for season two. Season two will likely start next episode because I have some interviews lined up. Hell yeah. I hope you have some interviews lined up as well, Galen. I have two. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, man. As for the dates, I'm not sure, but I have two. All right. Dope, 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 dope. So we'll be able to get back to our interviews. We haven't announced who the book club book is for next month. Oh, hell yeah. I don't even know it. So we can talk right now. This is usually our book club episode, right? The one right after book club where we talk about um, Department of Truth. So let's go into our segment for book club. Book club, book club. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. (laughs) So... We read Department of Truth, Volume 1 from James Tinian and Martin Simmons. And, Kaylin, what did you think of this book? I thought it was pretty good. I I, I don't <laughs> think it was my favorite, honestly. Okay. Um, I did like the backstory. And, of course, I love that, like, it's, you know, conspiracy theories are, like, all true, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, that makes my head spin a little bit. And I'm like, what if they are? Like, what if this book is just fucking trolling us? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know. It starts that you start to like, I don't know, feel like, fuck, maybe this is real. And it's like, not real, but you know what I mean? Like, maybe there's some truth behind this because it does take so much from real life. Like, 
the people believing that like the Illuminati is reptile people and blah 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 mm-hmm. and flat earthers and all that mm-hmm. nonsense. And uh, I like was very careful with my choice of words just now, where I'm like, do I want to call mm-hmm. flat earthers mm-hmm. nonsensical? Yeah, no, they're <laughs> it's nonsense. Um, but yeah. we were talking about like how it's so interesting how current the book feels. Like it feels like it literally is existing. Absolutely right now. Simultaneously, yeah. Which I understand, of course, that they are literally putting out these issues. They're only on issue eight, you know? But it does feel like it's like, holy I shit, know. this book is so, like, hitting so close to now. The way, like, I don't know. It doesn't touch on QAnon, but, like, it definitely feels like it could, you know? Well, I mean, that's essentially, like, in the beginning, like, uh, what's his name? Cole is explaining that he, like just hops on like message boards of these people so you have to assume that they're kind of like talking about QAnon you know what I mean it and it's like interesting how that that one I I don't want to spoil who it is because you, you really should read this book it was very good but how um he's like oh you you investigate funny pictures on the internet and, mm-hmm. the guy's, and Cole is like yeah it's not funny pictures they're like horrible memes that people share that they believe is funny and he's like okay so it's photos that are that people think are funny you investigate mm-hmm. and he's like yeah sure that's what i do like mm-hmm. no i'm making sure that like crazy alt-right extremists are not threatening to like blow something up or hurt people or take over the you capital know, do all sorts of... yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like it's nuts that this book like i can't imagine having like we read this trade i read it in an afternoon you know Versus, like, being a reader who's been following this series since September and then seeing the world unfolding the way that it is around yeah. you. And just how much crazier it must make you feel to be reading this as a monthly series versus in one dense chunk. Yeah, you know? I agree. That makes total sense. I really liked I really liked your note that um, you said the art made you feel like you were reading basically... <laughs> you you phrased it to me in the way that I interpreted it uh-huh. was that you felt as though you were reading the title sequence to the the Marvel Studios logo. Yeah, 100%. Which fucking killed yeah. me. Like the just the the sifting of colors and frames and you know like in almost indistinguishable images. Yeah. And they're this fading book in has and such out a into way like about one, it into one another. So like that's exactly it. That's exactly how I felt. So we were talking about this at book club, and one of the uh, attendees, he said that it reminded him, uh, like, when you look at the pictures, there's no distinguishable rooms. Mm -hmm. It's all, like, lit frames or, like, color. Like, there's no, like, an office setting. Mm -hmm. It's all just this, like, weird, I don't know, I've never seen a book like this before. Mm -hmm. It was a very interesting take. That is a very interesting take. Because you're right, like... We just assume that he's, like, in an interrogation room, but, like, do we know? Like, Yeah, we don't know really. what or where that interrogation room is, mm-hmm. you know? So if you could give it a score out of 10, what would you give it is my first question. And my okay. second question is, what would be your intentions of reading a volume two? Um, I think I'd rate it pretty high. I think I'd rate it, like, an eight. And I think I would intend to read too. I think I'd read on. Because you said they're at issue eight right now. And I know yes. nine's coming out in May. And then what does that mean? Like 
one more and then we get a second volume. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the second volume is probably due in like June in about June or July. Yeah. 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 I would definitely I, I, read it. I agreed. I, I want to see where this goes. I really, I think James Tinian might be my favorite writer right now in comics. Fair. He has a new horror book coming out from DC. That sounds awesome. And I'm really looking forward to checking that out when it, you know, it finally releases in June. But like he mm. is a powerhouse who's writing all over the place. Like he writes this. This is like a almost a political thriller to a degree yes. that has horror elements to it, just because of like what? how yeah scary that universe is that it exists in. Yeah, and um, like between that and something is killing the children, which hits like on a supernatural, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer-esque mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Stranger Things kind of sure. vibe. yeah. He's writing Batman right now, which apparently has been... He's been knocking it out of the park. He he has a young adult book that just came out in trade called Wind about, like, a young boy who has um, mystical abilities. Wow. I'm like, I, I don't know what he can't do. He's doing... You know, it seems... He's doing it all. He's doing it yeah. all. Wow, good for him. So... I asked you for your numerical rating of the book because what we did was we collected the music from all the attendees. The okay. music. Why did I say music? I don't know. The rating. We collected the rating from all the attendees and we decided each book club, we should give the book an ultimate rating mm-hmm. and say, you know, the geekery rates this book blank, right? Mm. So the official ranking for this book is a 6.5. Out of possible 10. Wow, that low. I am kind of surprised myself. I feel like I, I think, know um, who rated it kind of low. <laughs> I think you would be surprised at everybody's opinions on okay. it. Okay. Well, I will say... Air, we're not going to call anybody out. Yeah, nobody gets called out. But this one, Kaylin, you missed such a fun book club. Oh. Um, so we're all vaccinated now. Yeah. Right? Everybody who, who kind of attends on a regular basis. So we had a pizza party. Very fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm sorry. I and missed it. we had brownies and we had like fun, weird pizza too. We had this like, um, what the hell are the tortellini tortellini pesto pizza Ooh. was so good from Dabari's on main street. Wow. Okay. Dabari's. I yeah. see you. We haven't been there in a minute. What's even better about this pizza? I can't like. All right, the book was good. Blah blah blah. But but the pizza. This pizza, Kaylin. <laughs> so the next day, when you reheat it in the oven, and the tortellini gets like that crisp on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was it. So next book club, we you did have Chef's Kiss. There, didn't you? I did Chef's Kiss. That was the click noise that I, that was my uh, effect that I did. <laughs> okay. So next. Book club. I announced it on our Instagram and Twitter, but and I think I may have told you personally as well. Yeah, I think we chose it kind of together a little bit. Our next book is Inkblot, Volume One, also from Image, and from Rusty Glad and Emma Kubert. Very cool. Okay. This book is the first six issues of the Inkblot series, which again is only up to issue eight. So if we dig this, we can jump in pretty quickly too. Very so cool. here's the premise. Yes. A powerful sorceress must attempt to correct her greatest mistake, 
the creation of a magical cat that can travel through time, space, and even the seven realms of reality. Mm -hmm. The cat threatens to unravel the fabric of the universe, doesn't care, and won't listen. Oh my goodness. I remember this one. So, this wasn't my first pick out of the three, but this is I think this is my second one that I, I liked. This one feels like it'll be a really I think this is gonna score very high with book club, I can tell you that. Cats are involved, so I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. Cats and magic. That seems Cats to be a soft magic. spot of most <laughs> all of our books where we read like a magical book, I think does better. Except for monsters. Except for monsters. <laughs> So we'll be getting together on May 28th at 6.30 p.m. Weather permitting, we'll be meeting at Lake Lefferts Lakefront Park. So bring your own chair, bring a drink, and uh, hopefully we'll have some Maybe pizza? snacks or a dinner as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you want to do our second song here? Our second song is, <laughs> I actually have this this time, is Vertigo by Alice Merton.
and that was Vertigo, Vertigo by, by Alice, Alice Merton. Merton. Did I say it wrong? <clears throat> yeah, when I heard you go, I was like, oh, I'll just do it and <laughs> save her from... But then I, I think got, I said it too mush mouth and quick. Then I got a jealous. I got jealous. So I was like, <laughs> Alice Merton. I got a jealous. I got a jealous. So, Doug. Hey, Doug. Kalen. Yo, Doug. <laughs> What's going on at that shop of yours? <coughs> oh, of course, I had to cough at that exact moment. So, at the shop, I... We have, like, some kind of cool stuff going right now. We've just started, um, I almost said, like, a partnership, but it's not a partnership. Mm-hmm. We just started getting things from two new vendors, because we're trying to shake it up a little bit and mix up what we have available in the store. Mm-hmm. And um, it feels like Diamond Comics isn't fulfilling all of the needs of everybody who visits the shop. Sure. So we've opened up an account with Penguin Random House. Very and we've cool. started carrying a small but growing section of novels, mm-hmm. horror, fantasy, sci-fi, and um, really running the gamut there of novels that we're going to carry in the shop, Okay, as well as um, an expanding manga section. Fun. So we started carrying a bunch of different things. I really, I was a little bummed that you weren't able to make it to book club because you had inquired about a certain manga series that I think your brother seg- suggested that you give a shot. No, and- no, no, no. Anthony, my brother, does not know a thing about comics. Oh, okay. Anthony, my coworker, however, is very big into manga, and he always tries to get me to watch slash read stuff. I don't remember what the series was called, but I know that it is like currently out of print, at least. But I had one that I wanted you to check out for me, mm-hmm. kind of like and be like my assisted buyer. It's called Heaven's Design Team. It sounded kind of interesting and funny to me. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a good place meets like, um, no, I think it's kind of just like the good place. It's it about like people it. who design like heaven for folks. <laughs> so wow. I thought that sounded kind of funny and weird. Okay. I, and, um, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say my friend Anthony. That's the show. Okay. <laughs> i just wanted to throw it in there that my friend anthony um wanted me to watch this show and i have not yet um but it's on amazon and i want to say it's like invincible or yes is that what it's called the cartoon yes about comic stuff so i haven't watched that yet but i do plan on doing that but i told them how um you guys suggested that I start watching the Studio Ghibli movies, so he really wanted me to watch. Oh, for sure, Princess uh, Mononoke, which I watched on the plane to Florida, and it was very good. It was very weird. I'm really, but it was very good. I'm really happy you were able to to watch that while you know assisting in flying the plane <laughs> and making sure that engine parts don't just fall. Well, I had my AirPods, so it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> just keep an eye out the window on the wings making sure they're you know not still attached and, yeah yeah pretty much isn't spirit like legitimately the one where pieces have been falling off lately yeah for sure but you know the flights are like 40 bucks so what do you expect <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i don't know i'm a little nervous we're flying in july and i'm not looking totally forward to it 
But you guys just for the... aren't flying spirit, correct? No, no, we're it's just as bad. We're flying southwest. Oh no. I mean that's it's another like... Yeah. <laughs> that's up. another one of those ones where you have to like get in line and then run and find a seat as soon as you get on the plane. Oh my god. I have to tell you this story. I on the way there I was going from the gate to the baggage claim. So, you know, there's like uh-huh. a bunch of people, like, walking the same way from your flight or whatever. And we're walking this one path, and you could see a bunch of different, like, airplane carriers, like, there. Like, so we're passing, up, you know, southwest and whatever. And this girl, I'm assuming, like, her sister or whatever. I, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a judgy Uh-oh. bitch. But, like, Mm -hmm. it was very apparent that this was possibly their first flight. Like, and and to further that claim, um, as we were walking past the window and the other carriers, the one sister was like, you know what, next time we should take a nice plane like that one. And they pointed to a Delta plane, and I was like, oh, (laughs) no. (laughs) I mean, it's it's better than Spirit, but n- not by much. <laughs> I I um only just took my first flight about six or seven years ago, hmm. and it was just like I don't know. We only really traveled by car when I was a kid. It's not like I didn't go places, mm-hmm. but I've only ever really traveled by car or bus. And I took my first flight by myself at one o'clock in the morning from Las Vegas back home to New Jersey. <laughs> And it was the most scared I was in my entire life. I did not really? know that feeling of like when the plane goes from taxiing, oh, you know, to like full like force. on the tarmac to, yeah. to full fucking force, eighty miles an hour to hundreds of miles and whatever. However fast <laughs> you have to be going to take off, I <clears throat> I was not prepared for it at all. So did you and think something was there's, wrong? If that plane is still flying today, there are claw marks in the <laughs> the, the the fucking uh, handrails <laughs> from me, like panting, listening to Pop My Culture, the podcast, oh my God. on like full volume. Yeah, crying, not crying, but almost crying. Oh like, my God. <gasps> Yes, frantic. Listen, I also hate flying. Like, it's just not my favorite thing. But, like, that's uh-huh. my favorite part is takeoff. Because, oh like, God, I no. will blast, like, a really fucking rad song. Like, <laughs> loud as hell. And I was like, woo, flying to space. When And when I was booking the flight, I was like, so I get a nervous stomach. So I'm like, well, if I have to go to the restroom... I don't want to be in anybody's way, so I'm going to get an aisle seat. Mm-hmm. So I got deliberately an aisle seat because I also am not afraid of heights, but I'm afraid of falling from heights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to be able to look out a window either. Fuck that. So I'm like, an aisle seat is ideal for me. I can get up and do whatever that I need to do. literally me exactly, Doug. I always pay so, more, need, more money to make sure that I have an aisle seat. Yes. I'm. I'm. So I sit down in, in my fucking seat. We'll call it S four whatever right and i bought that seat months ahead of time and i'm sitting in my seat and this guy comes up and he goes you're in my seat and i'm like i am so beyond not in your seat i'm like nope 
I bought this seat. He's like, and I'm not also not like a totally confrontational person where I'm going to like pretend to look at the ticket yeah. usually and everything. And I'm like, no, it's, it says right here. And I'm like, because he did not want to sit next to a lady with a baby. Oh, sucks. The suck, baby was though. honestly, the baby was perfectly fine. Calm yeah. the entire flight, not crying when the ears pop or nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, this is my seat. And he's like, are you sure? Cause I, and I'm like, I'm, I, I looked at him like dead in the eyes and I'm like, I'm sure. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. And then moved to his proper fucking seat. Oh, and I was like, yeah. Good for you. Uh, I'm a scaredy little bitch and I'm probably going to cry as soon as this plane starts going <laughs> too fast. <laughs> so, can we just. He's better off sitting next to that baby lady. Can we just talk about, like, airport etiquette really quickly? I know we're, like, in shop news and this is probably should have been taken care of in our first segment, but, like, <laughs> fuck it, we're here now. Um,. I just want to say that, like, people get so wild at the airport, and I, like, don't Mm -hmm. get it. Like, I just want to be, like, calm, and, like, I want everyone to, like, do the right thing, you know, like, but it's always, like, some asshole doing something fucking stupid, and it's just, like, so fucking annoying. So, like, the, (laughs) there's multiple examples, of course, because I pick apart everything. Everything that everybody does, I'm like, you're fucking stupid, you're doing it wrong. But this one in particular, <laughs> I, I have to laugh because, like, I felt like you in this scenario. Like, I would never, like, be mean to, like, the elderly, per se, like, unless it was, like, very warranted. Like, I try to have, like, uh-huh. some sort of, like, respect for my elders, but, like, I was having no nonsense for this fucking guy. Like, I just, I, no nonsense. So, I go to find the gate on the way back, and everybody's trying their best to sit at least one chair apart while they're waiting for the flight, right? Mm-hmm. So, I saw, like, a chunk of seats that were available, and I saw that there was this older man, probably, like, in his 60s or 70s, He has two seats to his left and then two seats to his right. And on the, Uh on the right side, that second one was the last in a row. So like, but that was literally like the only spot to sit. And we had like probably like a half hour before we started boarding. So we had like a bit of time to like kill. So I walk over And I go to sit down in the farthest seat from him, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my wife is sitting there. And I look at this motherfucker, and I'm like, she is sitting in both of these seats? And he's like, well, no, but... And I was like, alright, sir, I'm like, listen to me. You have two seats to the right of you, and you have two seats left of you. So she can sit to the left of you, or she, you guys could move down one. Like, I don't really care, but I'm taking and this fucking seat. Not for nothing, dude, but, like, she's your wife, mm-hmm. right? Like, you live in the same house, so mm-hmm. sit next to each other. Sit on each other's fucking laps for all I give a shit, but I was, like, essentially, like, he's just like, oh, this wife, this is for my wife. All right, well, you have four additional chairs. So she can sit in one of those chairs, but I'm fucking sitting in this one. Like, fuck off. Find another. Yeah. In, um, so now we're doing this. This is the new segment where we just talk about airplane etiquette. I, um, I went ahead the other day 
and the other day. Jesus Christ. Kalen, my brain is absolute mush. So I I went through TSA on um my flight to England. I you know how you have Every to like empty out all episode. your pockets. To, I, Every you're such a dickhead. That's the last time that I was on a plane. So when I went through the TSA, you know, you have to like empty literally yes. everything uh-huh. into a bucket. No watch, no nothing, whatever. Take your shoes off the whole nine. So when we got to like the little, you know, you empty your buckets and whatever, I still had my phone in my mm-hmm. pocket. So I go through the x-ray machine, you know, and the guy goes, he comes up to me and he's like, you see that? And I go, what? And he goes, look on the screen. He goes, you left your phone in your pocket. Mm. I go, oh, crap. And he goes, you know what that means? And I go, what? And he's like, now I have to pat you down because you did not pay attention and follow the rules. And he was like, and I don't want to do this, but I have to do this now. <laughs> and he was like, so spread your legs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like oh, the idiot. Man. I'm like, oh. But that's like honestly like <laughs> such a cool guy. <laughs> like you there. You I know, right? Is, he's like, like this so sucks. Miserable. Like, God for fucking uh-huh. it. Like, they have, like, I mean, I don't know. I'd probably go on a flight, like, maybe once a year. Maybe. I don't know. Something like that. Uh-huh. And it, they have, like, it's, like, an everyday occurrence. Like, oh, like, I had my sunglasses on my head. Completely forgot that they were there. So when I, like, walked up, they were like, <laughs> um, can you hold your sunglasses over your head because you have them still? I'm like, all right, bitch. Like, Jesus. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> so pissed. But any other? Sh- yeah, I I really appreciated his attitude of being like, "You stupid mm. idiot!" Like that's that's exactly the kind of reaction that I would rather have from someone mm-hmm. than like either being like sweet princess to me, like, "Oh, excuse me, sir. What you did was you didn't follow the mm-hmm. rules." I prefer him to be like, "You mm-hmm. dumbass." I agree, <laughs> but. Anyway, enough talk about flights. Is there any other shop news? Uh, well, we have a lot of good books coming into the shop yeah. next week. You want me to talk about comics, or do you want to talk about airplanes? Mm, well, we already talked about airplanes, so let's try comics. Okay, so we've had a couple bad idea books come in lately, right? Sure. There was two this week, even, with ENIAC 3 and the uh, special one-shot Whalers. Walesville? Wales? Yeah, Walesville. Okay. It's called. And this week we have a very weird one this week coming up. On Wednesday, I am only permitted to sell this book on Wednesday. Wow. That is it. It is $1. This book is only available on Wednesday. Be there, be square. It is called. And this is like the. I, like full disclosure, I have not been reading the ENIAC, the uh, uh-huh. ENIAC or any of these bad idea books because I don't know. Like the premise for these last few haven't really like been for me. It doesn't feel like. Sure, I mean, not everything this has one, to be for you. Exactly, it's fine. It's not like I'm you know cranky about it or anything. I'm just passing on them. This one sounds so completely up my alley. It makes me feel insane. This book, Caitlin. Is called Hank Howard, Pizza Detective in Caligula's Safe. Oh, no. And I'm like, this sounds so dumb. I cannot wait to read yes. it. Yes. It's only $1 also, that's, which feels really cool, too. That's the same one that's only available on Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday. From Our hours are 11 to 7 on Wednesday. So if you want a copy of this bad idea book, 
you have to be there between oh, 11 come and 7. On now. We have to ship we have to ship them back any copies that don't sell. Isn't that crazy? Well, luckily I have a friend in uh one high place, so <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that sounds exciting. I hope you like it. I hope it it's like lives up to your dreams. Lives up to my dreams. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Kaylin, do you have any shop news? Nope. My comic is still being worked on. Uh, so expect that out anytime um, June 2021 to wow. uh, September 2027. So guys, More keep your delays eyes peeled. More delays <laughs> than The Seeds by Anne Nascenti and um, David Aja. <laughs> This is absurd. Well, I don't Doug, understand, Kaylin. You, know, you COVID, solicited this book months ago. COVID, hello. You solicited so. it during COVID. <laughs> oh, I was you know not what, prepared. Actually, um, oh, no, that's it. Well, we have other cool stuff coming in, too. But I really am really, really stoked on this one. Well, I'm It sounds so cool. Really, really glad you just derailed the podcast <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Kaylin... As I told you when you talked over me and said, I'm sorry for talking over you, that's the show. We this derail each show. other. Talk over we each other. We over talk. We're doing it right other. now. We hang up on each other. <laughs> yeah. You that's know what y'all signed thing. up for? You hung up on me. I did not hang up on you. You hung up not on a, me. Not in a million fucking years did How I hang up on you. How can we figure this out? Because you definitely hung up on me. No, I didn't. Dude, the phone just went dead on my end. Yeah, because you anything. hung up on me. I, okay. It went doot, doot, okay. doot. Can we get through one fucking episode without arguing? <laughs> I honestly, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so my final thing that I want to wrap it up on is uh-huh. I got tickets, and I hope you're available to come over for so Circus too. Arrives live stream on June 4th. I bought the hat bundle because the hat is very cool. And I'm like, and if four people watch it with us, then it's really worth it. Mm-hmm. I had to be like, I'm such an idiot where I'm like, I have to convince myself that I'm not being like spend happy. Yes, I feel that. But like still, that's all we have during COVID is to just like retail therapy, right? Come on. Yeah. We got to stimulate the economy and support yes. artists. So that's I'm doing we're here. both. Well, Doug. That's existence, right? That's why we're here. Capitalism. This has been episode 53. Yes. You take, I'm you sorry. go, I'm you burping. Go I'm just. Okay. <laughs> this <been> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is based out of a comic book store located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. That is called The Geekery. I am out of it. <laughs> Shit. Okay, go. The Geekery can be found online at the Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on uh, <laughs> found across <laughs> Rusty across all social media at the Geekery Radio, and I can be found at Father underscore K. I have been at Dumble Stiltskin. It's been a pleasure, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Season two, it's coming. I swear to God, it's coming. Season two. (laughs) Probably. Probably. All right, bye. We'll see. Bye.